welcome to the Football for Kids podcast with me, Darren Rees. In this episode, we're going to be speaking about Ronaldo. Not Cristiano Ronaldo, nope. The man who is known by one name, the original Ronaldo. And probably one of the greatest Brazilian players to ever wear a pair of football boots. Just to let you know, this episode will be split into two separate parts because his career is so phenomenal that we couldn't possibly do it all in one episode. Before we get into this episode, it's time to do some shout outs. So thank you very much to all the people who have been in touch this week. And if you want to send a message for a request or to shout out to your football team and teammates or whatever it is, you can ask an adult to send an email to footballforkidspodcast at gmail.com. The first one is from Freddie and it says, Hi Darren, I'm Freddie and I'm seven. I love your podcast and I have learnt lots from listening. Please can you do a shout out to my team, Marcham Colts Under Sevens. Please could you do an episode on Olivier Giroud. I think his header against England was really good. From Freddie Barker. Well, thank you very much, Freddie, and I'll add that one to my list of the episodes I must write. The next one is from Jackson. I hope it's not the Jackson who stole the World Cup in 1966. It says, Hi Darren, my name's Jackson and I'm nearly nine years old. I listen to your podcast every week and I tell all my friends about it. It's my ninth birthday on the 7th of February, so a shout out would be really awesome. Could you also please do a shout out to the football team I play for? Chipping Blues under nines, especially to my teammate and schoolmate Jacob. Thanks and I can't wait to listen to the next episode. Jackson Cordell. Well, thank you very much, Jackson. And I hope that you have a very good birthday on the 7th of February. And lastly in this episode, this one is from Hudson. It says, hello, my name is Hudson and I am seven years old from Haverhill. Please, can you do a podcast on Julian Alvarez? I love your podcast and the episode Harlan the Gold Machine because I'm a really big fan of him. I like the podcast because I like hearing about football players before I go to bed and I joined a football team about a year ago. Sometimes I find football hard, but my team won 5-2 today. They're called Haverhill Rovers Blue Under 8s. Shout out to Sam, Blake, Logan, Oscar, Jimmy, Santiago, Antonan and George from Hudson. Well, thank you very much, Hudson, and thank you to everyone for your messages. If you've sent me a message recently, I'll get round to those in the next few episodes. Right then, let's get on with this episode about the Brazilian Ronaldo. Ronaldo is a former football player from Brazil. When he was playing, he was one of the most feared players on the pitch. Like anyone who speaks Portuguese, Ronaldo has got a really long name. His full name is Ronaldo Luis Nazario de Lima. Ronaldo was born in Rio in Brazil, and like a lot of Brazilian children, he grew up playing football on the streets. He was obsessed with it, his mum said. 
She would go out looking for him because she wouldn't know where he was. Well, she did, because she would find him almost every time on the streets playing ball. At 12 years old, Ronaldo joined a futsal team. If you don't know what futsal is, it's a football-based game played on a hard court. It's fast-paced and requires slick and speedy skills. Ronaldo scored 166 goals in his first season, including 11 goals in one game. One of the coaches in his futsal team said that one of the most noticeable things about Ronaldo was his attitude. He was polite, he listened well, and he gave it absolutely everything that he had. Ronaldo was very quickly being picked up by the football scouts and he ended up starting his senior football career at a Brazilian team called Cruzeiro. Ronaldo only spent a year there and in 54 games he scored 56 goals for the club. After making such a name for himself at the club, the big clubs in Europe became very interested in him. One of Ronaldo's Brazilian teammates recommended that he went to a club called PSV in the Dutch league. When PSV signed Ronaldo, the fans were so excited and kept asking him, how many goals are you going to score for us in the league, Ronaldo? How many goals are you going to score? Ronaldo kept saying one number, 30, 30. I will score 30 goals in the league. Can you guess how many goals he scored? Yep. Bang on, 30. Not one less, not one over, 30 goals. After a couple of seasons banging goals in at PSV, the real big dogs of the game had their eyes firmly on Ronaldo. And his next stop in Europe would be one of the greatest football clubs of all time, Barcelona. When Ronaldo was playing football at his peak, it was in the late 90s, and Barcelona at the time paid a world record fee for him they paid £19.5 million. That is an awful amount of money now. Never mind then. To say things went well for him at Barcelona would be a bit of an understatement. He scored 47 goals in 49 games across all the different competitions. He was the La Liga top scorer and the European Golden Shoe winner, which is an award for a player in a top European club with the most amount of goals. Many of his goals would involve him skipping past the defenders, going around the keeper and slotting it in the back of the net. There was one goal in particular which Ronaldo scored, which was absolutely magnificent. Barcelona were playing Santiago Compostela, Ronaldo received the ball in his own half. He had two players flying at him. He skilled past them with the most slick footwork you've ever seen. He sprinted down the pitch with three defenders chasing him and then became surrounded by four players in the box. He created some space for himself and blasted the ball into the bottom right-hand corner. The goal was so good that it was played back on Spanish television on different programmes over two days, over 160 times. It was so good that the manager, who was a British football legend called Bobby Robson, put his hands on his head and looked stunned like he couldn't believe what had just happened. It was so good that the brand Nike used it as a TV advert. What a goal! At the end of that season, he became the youngest player to ever win the FIFA Player of the Year award. 
Ronaldo left Barcelona after one season and joined the top Italian team, Inter Milan. The year that Ronaldo joined Milan was the year of the 1998 World Cup. Something which I should tell you is that one of Ronaldo's biggest goals and dreams was to win the World Cup with Brazil. It was something he had to do, something so very important to him. Could this be the year? Could Ronaldo's dreams come true? Let me tell you a story, a story about Ronaldo and the 1998 World Cup. It's quite something. The first game of the World Cup was against Scotland. Brazil won 2-1. But Ronaldo had an awful game and wasn't playing like he usually did. Brazil then played Morocco and Ronaldo found his groove as a ball came over the Moroccan players heading into the box and landed beautifully at Ronaldo's feet. Boom! Ronaldo scored but was then hit with a nasty tackle sending him crashing to the ground and causing a knee injury. There was a lot of talk about how bad Ronaldo's knee was Could he and would he be able to play any more games? Ronaldo, with an injured knee, continued to play in the knockout stages and in the semi-final against the Netherlands, he was tackled hard, which again sent him crashing to the grass. Ronaldo rolled around the floor, holding his knee in agony, screaming and shouting in a lot of pain. And the Brazil fans in the stadium put their hands on their head and looked worried sick that their top scorer, their top player, may not be in the final. The final came round and Brazil was set to play France. The team sheets came out and Ronaldo wasn't on the team sheet. He had fallen ill on the morning of the World Cup final and had to be taken to hospital. All of a sudden, Brazil and their fans were worried about Ronaldo and not the World Cup final. Whilst Ronaldo was at the hospital, all of the Brazilian team were at the stadium And thousands and thousands of people in there had heard that he wasn't on the team sheet. People couldn't believe their ears or eyes. They must be playing a trick on us, they thought. Little did they know that Ronaldo had left the hospital and was on his way to the stadium. The presenters on the TV were talking about what might have happened and they couldn't believe that Ronaldo wasn't going to be playing in the World Cup final. And then the news broke. He was. Ronaldo had arrived at the stadium and he walked out onto the pitch to play in the final for his country. Unfortunately though, it wasn't the fairy tale ending which Brazil and Ronaldo wanted and needed. Brazil just couldn't get into the game. Was it the drama of Ronaldo missing that caused it? France ended up beating Brazil 3-0 and Ronaldo's dream of becoming a world champion crumbled that year. That brings part one of the story of the legend that is Ronaldo to an end. Join me next time for part two of the Ronaldo story. Will Ronaldo ever win the World Cup? How did his career at Inter Milan go? Where did he go next? All of that will be in part two. So remember, if you know someone who loves football, just as much as you do, then please tell them about Football for Kids. And whether you're playing football soon, watching it on the telly or pitch side, I hope that you enjoy the game. See you next time.